God performs the unusual and the unexpected in our lives. We call these miracles. So get ready to see God do the unusual and the unexpected for you. All right, so I hope you're ready for Supernatural Sunday, month of July. The word I want to just bring to our hearts, as impress on our hearts, is this. The unusual and the unexpected is about to happen. The unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in your life, in our lives. The unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in our lives. So if you are sitting around with some people, why don't you turn around to them and just tell them, the unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in your life. All right, turn around to somebody else. Or if it's you're sitting by yourself, then speak it over your own life. Just say this, the unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in your life. Or if you're saying it over your own life, say it like this. The unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in my life. Hallelujah. Thank God. I just believe that God wants to bring that message to you. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, I want to just release this word for you that the unexpected, that the unusual and the unexpected is about to happen in your life. God is about to do that for you. And so I want you to open up your life for the unusual and the unexpected. I want us to read it. Read two passages of scripture before we uh, go into this message. I'm going to read first from Psalm 118. So you're going to read verses 22 and 23. Now, some of us may be uh, familiar with these verses, but let's read them anyway. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And this is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. One more passage I want to read is again of very familiar passage. Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who are you, a great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple, and his hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. See, when you look at the past passage we read in Psalm 118, verses 22 and 23, the scripture is telling us, the stone which the builders rejected. Now, you know, some of us uh, may be architects and civil engineers, uh, people involved in construction, and 
uh, the rest of us most likely have seen one or more constructions happening. And you can see people, you know, as, as they're putting all the stones together, whether, you know, they're the bricks or the concrete blocks or the granite or whatever they're putting together. They're looking at it. Does this stone fit? Is it good? You know, should we use it? And so on. And they put it in place. And here the Bible is telling us the stone which the builders rejected. For whatever reason, they said, you know, this is not fit. Uh, we can't use this stone. It doesn't fit here. This stone has become the chief cornerstone. You know, the cornerstone is the most important stone. It, it's like the rest of the building stands on it. The rest of the building depends on that stone. And he's saying God has done something unusual. Now, of course, uh, this is a prophecy about Jesus and it applies to Jesus Christ. But I also want you to see the, the work of God in this. That's what I want to point us to you. That God has done something unusual with this. Something that has been rejected. Something that uh, people said cannot happen, should not happen, may not happen, will not happen. Now God takes it and God makes that to happen. And the psalmist is saying, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. I want you to get ready for the unusual and the unexpected. That there are times in our lives when people might speak about certain things in our lives and say, look, you don't qualify. You don't fit here. This is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're rejected. You know, you're not supposed, it's not supposed to happen. Normally speaking, this is not the way it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to be there. You're not qualified for it. But this is the Lord's doing. He's going to cause the unusual. He's going to cause the unexpected to happen. You know, when you, uh, when you look at the stories in the Bible and you look at the works of God that took has taken place in the Bible, and I'm just going to recount some of these just to encourage our faith, and then we're going to pray for God to do the unusual and the unexpected in our lives, and I believe He will do it. Now, look at the uh, situation in the Bible. There's several examples, and uh, you, know, you can think about uh, Joseph in the prison. Uh, he was there in the prison. Uh, you know, I wonder what must have been going through here, his mind. I know, Lord, will I ever come out of this place? How will I come out of this place? Or maybe uh, he was a man of great faith and he held on to that dream that he had. And he said, I know I'm going to come out of this place. I just don't know when. I just don't know how. But God has given me his dream. God has given me his word. And I know someday I'm going to come out of this place. But something unusual, something unexpected happened on one particular day in Joseph's life. He was called before Potiphar. And he, he interpreted, he was called before Pharaoh, and he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. And in that one single day, the unusual, the unexpected happened. A prisoner was appointed the prime minister. A prisoner was taken out of his prison cell and clothed with the finest and the best and the richest of Egypt. The unusual and the unexpected happened in just one day. And that's the same God that we serve. The 
the God of the Bible is the God of today. If you don't believe it, then why even read the Bible? The God of the Bible is the God of today. Why don't you say that right where you are? The God of the Bible is the God of today. You know, the God who worked the works that he did in the Bible, he will still work the same works in our lives today. He works the unusual. He works the unexpected. Think about the, uh, the people, uh, the Hebrews, who were uh, in slavery for 400 years. And again, think about this. This is a whole community of people uh, who've been oppressed, who've been made to work hard. Uh, and in their minds, they probably don't even know how they're going to ever get out of this place of slavery. But they had a word. Uh, they had a word that there was a promised land that's out there somewhere. And perhaps some of them uh, were expecting, perhaps some of them were praying, uh, God, you've given a word to our forefathers that there's a land up there which belongs to us and you will take us there. Uh, but one night, the unexpected and the unusual happened. God had given a simple instruction. You kill a lamb, put it Put the blood on the doorpost of the house, and I'm going to cause something unusual. I'm going to cause something unexpected to happen that one night. And on that one night, this entire community, this entire group of people who were held in bondage, they left the land of Egypt with the wealth of Egypt in their pockets, in their bags, in their luggage. Because in that one night, something unusual happened. For whatever reason, the Egyptians uh, decided to let go of all the wealth. And when the, the Hebrew people asked them, you know, give us your gold, give us uh, everything we've worked for, they just handed it off. And the most unusual thing happened in one night. The God of the Bible is the God of today. He, it, it may not be, the, the miracle may not take place in the same manner, but such miracles still happen. And God is waiting to do the miraculous, the unusual and the unexpected in your life. And that's the word I want to bring to us today. And we are going to believe God for such unusual and unexpected things to happen. Think about what we read in Zechariah. You know, God is speaking in Zechariah now. Now here the people uh, had been commissioned to build the temple. Uh, they had begun construction and uh, uh, they had gone into a time where uh, the work of the construction of the temple, uh, the reconstruction, the rebuilding of the temple had ceased. It stopped. And there was a lot of opposition, a lot of discouragement, a lot of uh, challenges and difficulties. And so the work had ceased temporarily. But here the Holy Spirit is coming and the Holy Spirit is telling Zerubbabel, encouraging him, Zerubbabel, God is going to do a work, which is not a work that man can understand because it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. You know, when the Holy Spirit does the work through you, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your professional career, uh, whatever you are engaged in, Zerubbabel's commission was to see that the temple was rebuilt. Your commission may be something else, that God may have appointed you a task that may be different, but when the Spirit of God comes in on that situation to empower you, to work through you, then it's not by might. It's not by power. The metrics do not matter anymore because 
you cannot measure what the Holy Spirit can do. You cannot predetermine and then fit into a certain size what the Holy Spirit can do. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. And what God is saying is this, you know, this great mountain, this great hindrance, this great obstacle, uh, this difficulty, this challenge, this one thing that had prevented the rebuilding of the temple to take place is going to become a plain. The mountain is going to become a plain. The unusual and the unexpected is going to happen. Why? By the Holy Spirit. And the mountain is going to become a plain. And God's saying, the man who started this work will also finish the work. The word I want to release, and there are some of you who just need to hear this. You have started a work, and your work like the work of the temple has for some reason got stuck. It's stagnant. It's stopped. It's been hindered. There's a mountain there that obstructed your work. But today, the word of God is coming to you. The anointing of God is coming to you to make your mountain a plain. And you who laid the foundation of that work, you will also lay the finishing stone for that work. You will not turn away from that work, leaving that work unfinished. You will not have to leave that work and say, this is all that God has for me. No, God is telling you that you who laid the foundation stone, you will also lay the finishing stone. God is telling you that this is not by might, it's not by power, it's not because you've got some human person backing you up, it's not because you've got some funding coming your way, but you've got the Holy Spirit coming your way, and He will move this mountain, He will make it a plain, and you who laid the foundation, God is telling you by His Spirit, that you will lay the finishing stone and you will see the work completed. And somebody, you need to hear that. You need to receive it. And you say, God, that's for me. I am going to see this work completed. God will do the unusual and the unexpected to make sure that you finish this work, that you see this work brought to completion. You see whatever you put your hands to, Come to pass, God by His Holy Spirit will make sure that the unusual and the unexpected happens, that the mountain becomes a plain so that this work can be completed. Now think about the miracles of Jesus. You know, and we can just talk about miracle after miracle of how the unusual, and how the unexpected happened in the lives of so many different people that Jesus walked into. You know, think about the man by the pool of Bethesda. You know, it must have been just another day that he, he's laid down by the pool. And uh, we don't know how long he's been there. The Bible just says, you know, 38 years. You know, we don't know how many of those 38 years he was there by the pool. Uh, and, uh, but it's been a long time. Uh, uh, he probably wasn't expecting too much. He's, he's, you know, he must have been thinking, man, even if the angel were to come today, somebody else always jumps ahead of me. Uh, I don't think it's going to be my day, but I have nothing else to do. But I've got to sort of just, you know, be laid there by the pool. But something unusual, something unexpected happened that day. The Lord Jesus walked into his life and he asked him, will you be made whole? Now, you know, this man had no idea who was talking to him. He didn't know that this Jesus was the one who could heal him, who could make him completely whole. And in a moment, after Jesus engaged in a conversation with them, the Lord Jesus said, take your bed and walk. The power of God came upon this man. The, uh, you know, what he had not experienced in 38 
eight years, the unusual, the unexpected took place in that moment. And I believe that God wants to do the same thing for some of us watching and listening. You know, you may have been in sickness, in oppression, uh, in a chronic condition. Uh, the doctors may have said, we can't do anything for you. You probably have given up hope yourself. But I'm sending the word your way, the word that says the unusual and the unexpected will happen to you today by the Holy Spirit. So I want you to expect that. I want you to say, Lord, yes, it's for me, God. If you walked by the man, uh, by the man who was lying there by the pool of Bethesda that day, Lord, walk into my home, walk into my room, walk into my situation. Let the unusual, let the unexpected happen today. You know, think about Peter and, and his friends that day in Luke, the fifth chapter. You know, they had spent the whole night fishing. But that was a bad night for them. They must have, you know, they were fishermen. Uh, they have spent so many nights with their, they came back in the morning with huge uh, boats, I mean, boats filled with fish. Uh, they must have had great catch several nights. But here was this night when nothing seemed to be going right. They had spent the whole night. And when they got back to the shore that morning, they had nothing. But something unusual and unexpected was about to happen. Jesus of Nazareth walked by and he said, can I borrow your boat? So Jesus used their boat to preach to the people, talk to the people. And then he handed the boat back to Peter and he said, Peter, just launch out into the deep. Throw your nets again into the deep. Now, of course, Peter was a little hesitant, a little reluctant. You know, we've worked all night. We haven't caught anything. We are tired. We're almost done cleaning our nets. And to make matters worse, a carpenter is telling a fisherman what he needs to do with fishing. That just doesn't play right. So, you know, Peter must have had all these thoughts. But he said, you know, this is Jesus of Nazareth. Perhaps he had heard the news that Jesus of Nazareth was a great miracle worker and a great teacher. Perhaps he had heard about all the miracles of Jesus. We don't know all the whole background. But Peter went out. He threw his net once again into the waters, and there was a great catch. The unusual and the unexpected happened. And I just want to pray that God's unusual and God's unexpected will take place in your life, in your business, in your workplace, in your professional career, in your academic career. For some of you who are students and you're saying, God, what next? What should I do next? Let the unusual, let the unexpected open up for you. You know, I can just testify of different, different miracles uh, the, the, of, of the unusual happening, of, of, of the unexpected happening. I remember as a college student in the United States, I still remember that day when I was, I was in the lab working and I was believing God for uh, um, the tuition, my full scholarship to come through, uh, for tuition to be paid for. I was, I was just being diligent with whatever I had at that time, but I was believing God for that. I said, God, you are my provider. You will provide for me. And I still I just remembered that day. I was working in this lab. My professor, the one who, with whom I was doing research, he walks in with the facts. Now, in those days, we used, we had facts. Some of you don't know what facts is. That's okay. But the professor walked in with the facts. And he said, Ashish, I received this fax from 
uh, the head of uh, uh, another research center for whom we were doing work. And the facts said this, uh, I saw it. It says, you know, we have a surplus of about 6,000 some dollars, uh, and we had to use it before the end of this, uh, close of this academic year. Uh, and uh, 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 do you, you know, do you have any ideas how you want to use it? And he told me, he said, I'm going to tell him that we're going to use that money to pay your fees. In a few days from then, I was walking with a check in my hand, for all my entire fees paid through one check that came through this. The unusual and the unexpected happened. All I was doing was looking to God, and it happened. God, the God of the Bible, is the God of today, and he will not fail you. He will not hold back his good things from you. The Bible says the Lord God is a sun and a shield. He will give grace and glory and no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. This is Psalm 84 verse 11. God is not wanting, God is not seeking to hold good things back from you. He is ready to release the unusual, the unexpected. Would you open up your heart and say, God, I want to receive the unusual, the unexpected in my life. Whether it's the healing of your body, whether it's the healing of your sickness or disease, whether it's a turning around of a situation in your life, your career, your job, your academics, whatever it might be, you say, God, I want the unusual, I want the unexpected to happen in my life. We are going to pray. We are going to believe God for this, that the unusual, and the unexpected will happen. I remember those days when I was running my business. I remember there was a particular season, I think, and I, and I don't remember the year correctly, uh, but it was a time of a great downturn, a lot of economic problems. It was the January of that year, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, uh, the financially, uh, we had come into a very difficult place in the company. And I was just believing God. And I remember driving my car from my home to the office that Monday morning. And uh, suddenly, uh, on, I was stopped on, I was right on above Hebal Flyover. And right there, the word of the Lord just came into my spirit. And I spoke this out. I said, the God who put money in the mouth of a fish, he will put money into the bank account. And this was a talk, I was talking with reference to the, um, uh, the company bank account. So I just spoke it. Why? Because the God of the Bible is the God of today. It was a word that just came into my spirit and I spoke it. I had no idea how it was going to happen. Uh, there was no evidence. There was no uh, outward indication that that could happen. Everything was zero. Things were very tight. Everybody was suffering and struggling globally at that time. But I just spoke out. I said, the God who put money in the mouth of a fish will put money into my company's bank account. I spoke it. And you know, that day I went to the office and I received an email. That day, I received an email from somebody who had, whom we had worked for more than two years ago. And we had not communicated much since that time. And we had done, we were getting ready to do a work for them, but that project didn't come through. But we took a big hit because of that. So two years later, I'm getting this email saying, you know, that engagement, we did not come through. How much money we owe you? You know, I did my calculation, sent them the amount. And by the end of that week, that there was this huge sum of money sitting in the bank account. 
The God of the Bible is the God of today. He is your God. He is the God of the unusual. He is the God of the unexpected. And I'm just believing that the unusual and the unexpected will happen to you today. We're going to take a moment just to worship God. And after that, we're going to come and pray. Whether it's the healing you need, the financial miracle you need, an open door you need, a divine favor you need, whatever it is, the unusual and the unexpected, God is ready to do. We will come back in a few moments and pray for those to happen. Your name is a light that the shadows come tonight. Your name cannot be Shadows come tonight 
Thank you, worship team, for leading us. I want you to open up your heart and just say, God, I know you're the God of the unusual and the unexpected. The God of the Bible is the God of today. He does the unusual. He does the unexpected. And God, I want this unusual thing. I want this unexpected thing to happen in my life. I don't know what it might be for you. As I'm praying, I believe, you know, I've just released what God has put in my heart. But I believe there's an anointing on that to cause that to happen. God just doesn't speak and then don't, doesn't do something, doesn't you know, act. The Bible says God watches over his word to fulfill it. The reason he's released the word is because he wants to do that in your life and mine. And the reason today you are listening to this message, the unusual and the unexpected, is because God is ready to do that for you. As I pray, I want you to get ready to receive it. By simple faith, looking to him. And when it is done, make sure you give him the glory and tell people, about the goodness of God in your life. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus for the unusual, for the unexpected to happen, Father. For those who are sick and suffering, I declare over them that by the stripes of Jesus they are healed, that the Lord Jesus Christ has taken away their sickness and taken away their disease. And therefore, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit of infirmity. I rebuke every demonic work out of their lives and I command the healing of God. I command healing to take place. Let them arise with healing in their bodies, oh God. Let the unusual, the unexpected take place right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Father, we pray for those people who need a miracle in their lives, whether it's in their business, in their workplace, their family, their academics, or whatever it might be. They need the unusual. They need the unexpected. Father, let it take place now as they connect with you by faith. Let them see it happen in their lives. The favor of God caused it to happen. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. What people did not expect has now become established. And it is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. We thank you, Father, for your goodness, your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, like what we say at the end of every service, there are probably others who need to hear this message. There's probably one, two, three people that you know who needs to receive this word that the unusual and the unexpected is waiting to happen in their lives because the God of the Bible is the God of today. Would you just bless their lives by sending this message to them and saying, hey, listen to this. And let the anointing that comes with the word impact their lives as they listen. So that the unusual and the unexpected will take place in their lives and all the glory be raised up to our good, great God. This is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. And you know, if you have received something and, and you see this unusual, unexpected thing unfold in your life, a healing, a provision, whatever God does, send us a testimony. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to share that with others without disclosing your 
personal details, of course, so that we can all celebrate the Lord together. We're going to close with the benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with each of us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for being with us. And until next time, stay strong. Keep smiling. God bless.